be the world champion with a body like that. I am Johnny freaking wrestling. And that's the bottom line. And now, your world podcast champions. And uh, welcome to another edition of uh, Rumbling Reality. I'm your host. <laughs> I try. To <laughs> what are you doing? I try, <laughs> I try to do some like old school, like <laughs> like love well, channel. You know what? Like don't, a love don't, channel. Don't do it. Like Just a love quit. channel. Like oh, you're listening to four or five of the beat. You know. <laughs> you sound like an Ashton Kutcher ripoff from his Just Married movie. After this dark. is Traffic Station, A-G-R-K. Like, that's what it sounds like. Uh, welcome, everybody, to Rumbling Reality. I'm your host, uh, Ramsey. Other host is Travis. And let's get started with uh, wrestling stuff. Hell yeah. Better? Let's do it. A little better. <laughs> it's what a little better. should we start off with tonight, today, whatever, whatever time you're listening to this? Yeah, whatever time you decide to tune in and listen. Uh, well, let's see. We've, of course, had a, a nice week to get prepared for the all-in event tonight, which I am stoked for, and I will be watching it live because it's going to be freaking awesome. I wish I wish I could have ended up going to it, but you know what? Watching it on... You're just uh, not that big of a wrestling fan. What do you mean? I'm, uh, shut up, dude. <laughs> I waited and I waited on that website for 20 minutes. Oh, you tried in to a get a virtual room to, to get a ticket. Oh, By I didn't time, know you tried to get it. Yeah, I legitimately like the day they went on sale, I was ready to go oh. and I was going to buy a ticket and everything. I literally had to wait in a virtual waiting room, as they called it, for 20 minutes before they actually gave me access to buy a ticket. And at that point, it was all nosebleed section. Which I understand some people would be like, "Well, I mean, it's better than nothing." Dude, when you got to drive eight hours from here to Chicago to then go and sit in a nosebleed section for, I'm sorry, there's some things to me that in just in my mind, I want to go for the experience, but not for an uncomfortable experience. So, no, let's, I'm not. Let's go um, one by one and tell me who you think, uh, which stars will appear tonight. AJ Lee. No. CM Punk. No. Dang. Um, uh, who else? Oh, uh, Neville. Neville. Possibly. Mm. And I actually think he's probably the best best one to potentially show up. Because none of us know what his... Uh, what exactly he has to follow contract-wise. We don't know if his contract is indeed expired, which I believe that was another headline. Uh, was it last week or this week? I believe uh, maybe it was last week. I forgot. Uh, but at this point, we don't know whether or not Neville's contract is officially up, period, or if he still has to go by that 90-day non-compete clause. So... Mm-hmm. That's that's the mystery that's been shrouded this entire week is whether or not he is a, available to even do anything for the moment. Um, if he is, I think he's the best likely suitor to show up. So that's my opinion. Whether or not he does is still up for up for grabs. So who but, else? Who else is rumored to show up that you think may not show up or it's it's completely false? Um, I know Punk was rumor, uh, rumored for a while. Kenny Omega's gonna be there, right? 
Kenny Mega is going to be there. He's, he's taking on Pentagon, he's taking on Pentagon Junior tonight. The headline, right? He is not the headline. Who's the headline? Cody versus Nick Aldis for the NWA so title. The number one rated superstar in pro wrestling today. Kenny Omega's not headlining. That's crazy. That's appropriate that he shouldn't be headlining it. Yeah, he doesn't he... headline every single New Japan show either. That's true. And at this well, point, New Japan's are in ball game, but I'm saying when, I feel like most. Uh, well, like, I don't know. Never mind. See. This this event was not built around Kenny Omega. Yeah, so no. it should have been. No, it shouldn't have. The whole point of this event was to show that you can have... The person who paid the money gets the headline, basically. Cody Rhodes. No, no, that's not the point at all. Cody Cody doesn't have that much of an ego. But for this, in, at least in my opinion, I don't think he does. But in this instance, for the first one out, yeah, totally. He he's, should he's have. A, he's a Rhodes, so that's, I don't know. That doesn't mean anything. Dusty's been known as one of the most humble people in the business. Oh, I love just, I love jabbing at you, just seeing what I can get out of you. No, you just, you just like saying stupid shit. That, oh, that too. Oh, I'm not going to disagree with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, I'm pretty excited for it, except I have no way to really watch it because I'll be at work, so what sucks? Download the Fight TV app and, and watch it there. It's Saturday night, first of the month. So? It's going to be busy as hell. I can't, even, I can't even scratch my butt. Whatever. You can have it playing in the background. So uh, what, el- what else are we looking forward to at All In? People who... Um, you know, still aren't familiar with it or don't know what they're going to tune into. So while I don't, and I've been looking this this entire morning, I've been trying to find what the full match cards are because there's there are actually a pretty pretty stellar amount of matches, um, but I haven't been able to really find the full official card. So some of the headlining matches, as we just mentioned, uh, Cody Cody just going by Cody, but we'll say Cody Rhodes. Uh, will face Nick Aldis, which most people may not know him by Nick Aldis. He was better known as Magnus in TNA. Um, he's the current NWA heavyweight champion. And what, what's he, TNA? Now Impact Wrestling. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm I'm not saying it now. <laughs> uh, he, uh, he was a former champion there. Currently the NWA champion, and he's defending the title against Cody tonight. Mm-hmm. Um this could mean huge implications if if we were to really look at the NWA championship as being just that, the NWA title. Um, some people recognize it as still continuing the lineage of what was the old NWA title, which became the WCW title, which is now part of the WWE title. Um, so there are some people that will argue that this version of the NWA title is not the version. And But if you go against that and say that it is then if Cody wins tonight, it'll be, I believe, the first father-son duo wow. to ever hold the same championship. So, cool. it, it is. That's that's why it just depends on how you look at it. Um, for me personally, I, I mean, I hate saying it, but I'm kind of a traditionalist, and to me, the NWA, the actual NWA championship vanished when it became WCW. So, that's... That's my opinion. Some people may share that same opinion. Some may not. That's okay. Um, but either way, it's still cool, you know, that Cody could could win that title tonight because uh, they are trying to bring back prestige and lineage to the NWA. So I'm okay with that. Um, of course, Kenny Omega. We just talked about it. We'll take on Pentagon Junior and what's supposed to be. I never really looked at this as being a huge like dream match type scenario, but apparently a lot of people have. So, 
I, I'm looking forward to seeing what they do. Uh, I'm curious to see if Pentagon can keep up with Kenny, because that's, that's my only concern, is I don't know, as good as, as Pentagon Jr. is, yeah. I'm not exactly sure if he can keep up with Kenny Omega. But we'll see. And I could be completely wrong and be eating my words by the end of the night, which, which is, is pretty, perfectly okay. It's pretty not, yeah, it's pretty familiar for you. Um, oh, shut up. So um, let's go to some WWE stuff. Um, okay. Kevin Owens quit. Which sucks. Supposedly. Yeah. Supposedly. When you quit on live air, it's usually not quitting. Uh, the rumors are he will come back with Paul Heyman. I wouldn't be mad about that. I wouldn't be mad at but all. It'd be badass. Well, here's my only thing with it. Kevin Owens doesn't need a mouthpiece. I knew you were going to say that. I, that's so true. But, I mean, but Kevin that's Owens my, could make a whole thing. new storyline where he just is fed up. And Paul Heyman's just, you know, there to push him along and, you know, almost kind of talk for him because Kevin Owens just, you know, tired of it, everybody talking. That'd be cool to bring him back to just like a straight up heel and doesn't talk as much as much anymore, even though he can really talk. Yeah, you know, I wouldn't, I'd be for that. I'd be for seeing um, a familiar Kevin Owens uh, a la Kevin Steen um, from back in the day. You know, I'm, I don't I'm know totally, why, how they messed that up. I mean, I, they probably would, but I'm totally okay with a vicious Kevin Owens pulling out some old school Kevin Steen. Um, Obviously, that's who he is, so that'd be really cool to see that. But I think we've talked about it on the show before. For me personally, I would much rather see Paul Heyman with Bobby Lashley because I like Lashley, and I don't know how many people listen to us like Lashley, but I do. I've liked him ever since we first saw him. Who wins in that feud? Kevin Owens keeps losing matches. Bobby Lashley keeps losing major matches. To me, it's not a good good pair. No, I'm not saying Kevin Owens versus Bobby Lashley. Oh, okay, sorry. No, I'm saying I would rather see Paul Heyman be paired with Bobby. 100%. I would rather him go with Lashley because Lashley really needs it. Lashley still to this day just does not have that, that talking. I yeah, he never, in my opinion, he's never been a huge talker. He's He was good in TNA because neither they was, built Neither was one of my favorite guys, Batista. No, well, no, but Batista came into his own later yeah. on. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Um, and Lashley was pretty much a similar feat because he actually did pretty good in TNA because they gave him more of the uh, the documentary-type style feel, you know, like what UFC used to do when they'd hype up a fight. Mm. Um, they gave him those kind of interviews. So he he sounded, he sounded felt like a big deal, you know what I mean? And I like Lashley. I've, like I said, I've liked him ever since he debuted back in 2005. Um, and I want, to see, I want to see him be a main event push. Like, I want to see him in the title picture. And obviously we were close with that with Roman Reigns where he showed that he definitely can hang. So it's one of those things where I think he's just missing one thing. And in this case, I don't care if you want to call it a Brock Lesnar ripoff or not. I would love to see Paul Heyman take over the mouthpiece of Bobby Lashley and hype up Lashley like he did Lesnar. That's, that's what I think would be great for, yeah. for uh, Bobby Lashley right now. But that's just me. Oh, yeah. Next major topic, which has kind of got me so confused. Besides Becky Lynch turning heel, which has actually benefited her, obviously, because it's getting she's just in the headlines all the time now out of all the stars, which is awesome for her. Uh, right. We have Braun Strowman turning heel now, too. Yes. I'm, what the? Oh what my, the? What the? This makes me so mad on so many levels. God. Because this is, this is a cl- – this right here is a classic example of WWE's ignorance. And, I, and, and maybe more specifically, Vince McMahon's ignorance. Mm-hmm. Because Braun Strowman, period, point blank, is getting cheered 
every single week. You talk about not having pure good guys, pure bad guys in this day and age. Braun Strowman was a pure good guy. That dude got over. And he, like, he didn't do the typical good guy stuff. He beat up everybody. He beat up everybody, which was which is what made everybody but eventually like him. And you're actually aligning him with he, that real heels like Ziggler and Drew who actually get booed. Yes, and and it's dumb though because this is this goes back to okay, well why didn't you do this logic with Roman Reigns when clearly he's exactly. getting booed like crazy? He should have been the one to turn heel. That would I um I don't. That's know. where it looked like it made more sense when we saw the Shield come back because it made Roman look like he needed his buddies to save him. That to me is what made it look more heelish. Yep. And then they turn this around and say that oh now we're going to turn Braun Strowman so that we could set up the Shield versus Strowman Ziggler and McIntyre makes no sense. Zero sense. I mean, you know what I mean? I agree hundred percent. That's why I brought the topic up. It's like what the hell is this? <laughs> it's it's just dumb. I don't. I don't. I don't know. know. They've been working on Braun this long. It's like anytime they have a good face, they screw it up. Yes. Like there's so many heels. It's easier to be a heel. It's easier to get hated. It is so hard to get genuinely liked in WWE. And if they have a star that's been held down for this long and, you know, is going for the title for this long, it makes a real face. You just, I don't know. I guess like we said on the last podcast, the main title of it was, you know, why is WWE blurring the line so much? They just keep blurring the hell of the lines where it's making me uninterested to to follow anybody anymore. Exactly, because you never know what they're going to do. And it, and and that's that was part of again like you said last week we talked about it. It's it's simple, it's simple. This is still a TV show. All your bet your greatest TV shows, they have your uh, granted you'll have moments of gray here and there between characters. But for the most part, you have a solid good guy you have a solid bad guy. You have the protagonist and you have the antagonist. Oh yeah. D- wrestling's no different. Wrestling is no different. And yet here's WWE trying to pretend like, "Oh, we can be different. We we can blur these lines and we can definitely do, you know, nobody's a face, nobody's a heel anymore." But it doesn't and work. And I heard somebody comment uh, a couple times on my Twitter and I posted something about Becky Lynch. They said they were saying like um they almost WWE wants to keep stars down these days so they don't have enough power anymore. I can see that. I mean, kind of sucks because like, how do you make real stars then? Well, I mean, I guarantee you, Roman Reigns is in the John Cena level where if he wants to say he won't do something, he won't do it. And that's I think they don't want that anymore. And I, I don't know. Just the whole, thing is, though, that's just that's just wrestling, though. That's just the business. Yeah, it's almost uh, to give to give a good example. Say you follow a rap star or a country star before they are ever even signed a deal, and they're all they're young and small, and you're waiting for them to get big, and and everybody know about them and listen to them, and all of a sudden they almost get big, and then they turn from country to rap, or they turn from country to rock. It's like what? I was hoping this guy would stay how he is, not just churn all of a sudden and become something different. I want to see him at the pinnacle at the same way he was when he when I liked him. I don't know. It just To me, it's like if Stone Cold all of a sudden, he did turn heel and face a couple times, but he did it so well, and he did a, yeah. he, and he had a longevity. Like he, has, he was a long time as a face. He was a long time as a heel. It wasn't like a flip-flop every other month. Nia well, Jax, Nia Jax flipping, bully this, and then happy. Big and then, Show flipping. Big Show, Big Show is the flip flopper of almost all of them. God. Yeah. But to say Stone Cold had a long heel run, he didn't. He didn't really have a long heel run. Well, uh, almost like a funny heel with this, with the Vince McMahon. Well, that's you know, what I was gonna say. For the, you those, know, the power, those six, you know, the power trip. 
Right. From, from well, and that and that's interesting in itself too, because really from I love, about I love that tag team. Yeah, from the well, from the first set of Austin turning heel, uh, we didn't really see the comedic side of Stone Cold and the heel turn until after um, after Triple H went down. When Triple H got the quadricep injury, that's when he really started to break into the humor part of it. Yeah, uh, man. And then yeah, then he went into the alliance that, and did Stone that. Cold, Stone Cold, they obviously wanted to be a heel, but he was so good as you kind of like The Rock was. You just couldn't hate him very long. No, you couldn't, and that's that's to his credit because he had made such an impact on the fans. So, and then some people, say, some people heel, say the opposite too. Well, if you're trying to be a heel, you're not doing it right then. Yeah, well, and and you know, Stone Cold even said himself that if he could go back and change it, he would have never turned heel because he yeah, it just I heard that it wasn't it wasn't the same level of success, or at least oh, yeah. it didn't get to the level that they were hoping for. Um, so he he does wish he could go back and change that, but, but the thing the that time he does he, when he turned it went back to face again. That was huge again. Oh yeah, and it wasn't like it took a long time. It went his heel run in two thousand one literally went from April to November. That was it, and then he was back to being stone cold again. And and in that time frame, he still did pretty good and made people laugh and get them pissed off at times. So he still did his job. It just they realized it wasn't as successful as they were hoping. Oh yeah. It's almost like WWE or whoever's in charge of everything. I know Vince's obviously in charge, but whoever's in his ear. It's like I know people say they don't listen to the crowd, but it's like they almost try to buck the system so much now. It, they do because they becomes, don't want the fans to have control. It becomes so exactly and it becomes so unintriguing and that's never how it's been that's never how they got to the top if you were cheered they do good things for you if you were cheered for a long 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 time and you slowly started dying they'd probably turn your heel right and that was what we talked about last week is that the dynamic we've talked about it you and i have on this show several times is that we literally and this is why i think you and i and a lot of people hold the 90s especially in such high regard whenever wherever you grew up in you know it is, but it's also when you look back at it and you look at how WWE is now compared to what they were back then. And I'm not talking about PG to attitude. I'm not talking about that. Yeah. What I'm talking about is the fact that they actually cared about what their fans wanted. And that's not that's not what we get anymore. I mean, prime examples. We've, we've talked about it before. Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan was clearly being cheered. And WWE, I don't give a damn oh how much gosh. they want to deny that they, you know, just they had watch, long-term just, oh plans. My God, I always go back to that stuff. I love, I just, the crowd's like, oh, it is so funny. Yeah. Just, man, the Royal Rumble was that was the year. Oh, my God. And Dan O'Brien got kicked. Did, did Dan O'Brien, he got out? Did he never? Come? No, you're talking about the, you're talking about the Rumble where he, he didn't even show up. He didn't even and show the fans up. went crazy. Oh, my God. I was like, I was so pissed off. I was like, that was, to me, one of the start. That was like one of the start. Of like Vince not caring anymore about uh, the fans. That's when it. Well, I mean that was that was the same Royal Rumble event where uh, CM Punk. That was his last WWE. I appearance. mean, it kind of started with CM Punk, but they still gave the man the freaking title of the longest. No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not. No, 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 no. I'm just saying the whole like Vince not caring anymore. But it yeah. kind of it kind of started with CM Punk being like such a high star and him not giving the credit, not main eventing those kind of things, even though he had the title. But at least he got the title. Dan O'Brien got the title, but he was never I don't know, he just never put in the forefront compared to how popular he was. Well, and to be fair, Daniel Bryan unfortunately did go down with a with a neck injury shortly yeah, oh, after yeah. winning the 
title, which was disappointing to say the least. And I get to you, those are kind of things that Vince is like, this is what I said. This, this is, is what yeah, I said. Yeah, this is why I don't, I don't do certain stars. And it's like, that, that has nothing to do with it. It's the fact that Daniel Bryan had been wrestling before he ever got to the WWE for yep. 10 years. And then I also so think when Balor got out. hurt, I think it was another like nail in the coffin for us people who like indie stars. Like, here we go. Vince probably said, I don't want to use them. Triple H probably said, please, just do it. Let's do it. And then he finally did it, and then Finn Balor gets hurt and wins a title. Same thing happens. Yeah, I can, I can, I can agree with that. I think really the only person that we can say indie-wise that has seemingly – well, two people, I should say, that have seemingly broke through the WWE Rollins. mold. Rollins and Styles. Yeah, oh, definitely Styles. Rollins yeah. independent, but AJ Styles is a whole other level because he was so popular before he came. He was, and, and, and you're Vince, right. Vince usually doesn't use those kind of guys. He doesn't put those guys up top. So no, I, give him, fact, I give Vince credit for that. Yeah, and, and as a matter of fact, I think we even talked about here when AJ first showed up, Ryback was saying on his podcast, when I don't know if that podcast is even still going, but back when he did his podcast, he made mention that when AJ first showed up, and there was I think there was a match between Ryback and AJ on a Raw or something like that, Vince had made the comment to him saying, go and squish that little bug, AJ. And it wasn't until after that match that Vince realized that AJ's not a punk. AJ's the real effing deal. You know what I mean? You yeah. can't... Oh, yeah. Like his athleticism, the fact that he's so athletic, and even though he's quote unquote a smaller guy, he's he's like a Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels just was a small here's, guy who could go. Here's what's different between Shawn Michaels and HBK uh, Styles, though. Styles, I'm not saying he's political, but Styles, I've heard, is super nice and gets along with everyone. Yes, compared to HBK, who just literally just relied on his athletic ability and his and Mike skills to get to keep staying over. But well, a lot of people hated Shawn Michaels. <laughs> well, that was, of course, back in the day. Yeah. And then, of course, when we saw Shawn come back uh, for his for his run in 2002 until 2010, obviously we could tell that... But that still it, wasn't... He was still wasn't in his prime like he was back in the day, though. No, he was not. And, and that, is, that is a fair statement to make. In my opinion, there are some people that believe that even Shawn Michaels was better when he came back than what he was back then. And he was good back then, too. I mean, literally... Even though Sean was a prick back in the day, and he'll be the first to say it himself, he's said it numerous times, you can't deny the fact that the guy could go. You know what I mean? He he worked his ass off oh, yeah. in a time where the WWE was down and out. I mean, it's kind of like Kevin Owens. It's just, To me, it's the same thing. Ever If you watch a documentary where um, Kevin Owens had that bad WrestleMania match, and I guess Vince didn't approve of it, ever since then, Vince just, I don't know, Vince just does not like indie stars like, and you can no tell, he doesn't and you can tell the guys that actually do rise to the top either had a giant backing or they know how to either really be nice to Vince <laughs> it's just like it, it goes back to something that I saw not too long ago um, again with Triple H being in charge and seemingly gaining power little by little each passing year um, we're starting to see the transition from you know you don't have to be a WWE homegrown talent to become a success you know, you just have to be able to work. But I think what scares Vince, and it's just my opinion, whether Vince does get scared or not is is anybody's guess. Probably not. I but, not. <laughs> but I think when it comes to a business perspective, I, it's it's stupid if he doesn't pay attention to what's going on around him on the indie scene. For instance, the All In event tonight. Who in their right mind would have thought 
two years ago, Cody Rhodes, the guy who played Stardust, <laughs> would be one third of the guys that just uh, forked out. Uh, they fronted the money to put on a show here in Chicago today that was not only a sellout, but was going to become the biggest indie independent wrestling show ever. And it has no allegiance to any kind of I mean, place. Like, it definitely not, sets the presidents. It does. It's not it, – because this, this is almost like – the way I compared it, it's almost like Starcade. And I say that because, granted, yes, the NWA so had – Vince Russo is behind stage. Oh, stop. Vince no. is not even near it. Like, <laughs> even Cody Rhodes tweeted that out and said, you God are help not us. near it. Thank God for you that. Are, yeah. So getting back to my comparison so that people can understand what I'm talking about, back in the 80s before the WWE's taking over, the NWA was obviously the biggest place to go. Starcade came out before WrestleMania in 1983. And Starcade was supposed to be the big event where you had all the big stars from what would be called what was the territories at that time, um, what we would now see as the independents, uh, they would all gather together for this one big show. Now, that's pretty much what we have with All In, you know? Yeah. You, you have all these big stars from all these different promotions. Kenny Omega from New Japan. You've got Pentagon, who, uh, who has not been to New Japan, but has been in Lucha Underground, recently been in Impact Wrestling. Sammy Callahan, same thing. Um, you've got uh, Rey Mysterio, who's a huge name that's going to be there tonight. Um, Cody Rhodes, same thing. A WWE homegrown talent, mm -hmm. Cody Rhodes, is putting on uh, the biggest independent event of all time. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. That that speaks volume. You know what I mean? The fact that Madison Square Garden's uh, the G1 Supercard from New Japan Ring of Honor sold out. Madison Square Garden hasn't been sold out by the WWE in over two years. Which is crazy. I didn't know that. I didn't know that until I heard that. I was like, what? Really? That's crazy. That's what I'm saying. This FYI, this is, this is episode 80, isn't it? I mean, we can find out. Oh, we should have probably put this out before we went I meant on. to like say, like, this is a good, cool, awesome episode um, achievement, but I forgot to tell everybody that. Well, it, it, I mean, it is for you, for two guys that, <laughs> that literally this is what we do. Yeah, episode 80. Long. Episode eighty. Yep. All right. Look at that. Look, we're 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 there, man. Oh yeah, man. Uh, that uh, uh, most who is the most underrated WWE star got a lot of people listening. I forgot to tell you that. Hey, I mean, I appreciate anybody and everybody that that listens to us. Trust me, guys. We 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 do this for fun. We like really this do. is something. Yeah, we do this as something that we just we enjoy talking about wrestling. It's it's something that we've always enjoyed. So we make no that, money off this podcast. In no. fact, in fact, lose money on this podcast. So we definitely <laughs> do this just to get you know just to get things out, just to uh, you know get our views out and you know whatever. Yeah, trust me, guys. The the fact anybody that listens to this, you really have no idea how much we appreciate it because it's it's always fun when people want to take the time to listen to just two regular guys. That are that have been. I'm not regular. Fans. You are regular. No, I am awesome. Okay, Miz, you freaking want to be? I love Miz. <laughs> Who doesn't at this point? Um. Like, let's <laughs> say if your name's not Daniel Bryan, <laughs> I mean, that's true. That's that's different. <laughs> um, so, but, what else can we talk about on episode eighty? Um, well, well, you were talking about the Becky Lynch thing earlier, yeah. and this it kind of fell in line with what we were talking about. 
with the Braun Strowman thing, which is interesting because they're trying to make Charlotte the good guy, and yet Becky is getting cheered. I know. You know what I mean? Nuts. And it, and back in the this was going this was going to be to my point with what I was saying uh, earlier when I was saying back in our time, uh, WWE was so in the in the gutter that they did would listen they would listen to their audience you know if they were cheering somebody that they liked and they originally were a heel then the office would change them face you know what yeah. I mean yeah and that's that's what I'm saying by it's such a radical difference not not because it's the Attitude Era and the PG Era but because of the fan participation being taken seriously. And we don't really, we don't really get that now. You know, there's, there's too much. WWE, I think, unfortunately, they, they have done such a, a successful job of blurring the lines that now they're making it to where, like you and me mentioned earlier, to where we kind of are just drawing uninterest from it because you're not, you're not solid anymore. It's, there's too many... Too many holes in what you think is logical. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. And you can only take so much of that. Um, what else has been going on in wrestling? Um, trying to think, trying to think. Don't think too hard now. I know. You could potentially hurt yourself if you do. That's true. I've done it before. <laughs> I, I know. See? Here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to help you out. Oh, what do you think about Elias and Trish Stratus? Trish Stratus. <laughs> Can you say it? Can you say no, it right? I, uh, I think I thought the segment was cool. Like I, I didn't think that it was necessarily anything spectacular. Because again, I'm getting sick of I'm getting sick and tired of all this talk of uh, the the evolution pay per view. Because that's oh all it was. Trish was just obviously promoting the yeah. evolution pay per view. And oh. I'm I'm just like Ugh, not not. Not a fan. Why? Why are you oh. not a fan? Tell me. Tell me what's what's uh, what's off for you right now. Well, for one, the way the way that they are turning this women's evolution thing into a pay per view. Honestly, I think WWE is going to get a little disappointed with this pay per view. Like Why? bad. <sighs> for one, they're running it into the ground already. Second, with the exception of the oh, the two matches announced. We don't know what the rest of the card is. And then on top of that, the two matches that have been announced, only one of those two is actually decent. Trish and Alexa, I think, will actually be pretty pretty good. I think they'll do more of a storytelling. probably why it's not super amazing to me right now is the return of the Bella Twins. We're so excited. Yo, man! If that wasn't so manufactured, I don't know what can be. Oh my god! I mean, I, I'm trying to. I, try, I know I always say this. I hate to be all negative and stuff, but I say, man, we have so many awesome women right now. They've kind of had their run. I, re I actually like uh, Brie Bella. Uh, I do too. I, yeah, I, I, if you watch, if you watch um, Total Bellows or Total Divas back in the day, I just like her personality, and she's you know way nicer. I feel like way more down to earth. Um, compared to Nikki, which has already gotten so much spotlight in women's division, it's like I'm kind of done with that era. Well, and then on top of that, what makes me upset, which you know, I know we'll probably have some some Bell fans. Which don't get me wrong, I don't have anything against. Yeah, Nikki, I have nothing against them. But that being said, Brie, I think is still an asset when it comes to the wrestling because she she's actually really good at the wrestling. Oh yeah, um, compared to Nikki, yeah, which yeah, is weird and, because yeah, <laughs> and Nikki's not. Nikki's not bad. It's just she's not that she's not good. She's not that much better than uh, Brie. 
So you know what do I mean? you think they would have came back if they're acting and everything's panned out, or are they just doing nope. this? To, yeah, that's what everybody keeps saying. They're just doing this because nothing panned out in their other parts of their lives. Right. Well, I mean, to say that nothing else is working out may be a bit of an understatement. We don't know how their wine is selling. We don't Our know. Yeah, that I can't honestly say if it's doing well. I personally think Bree's back more because she knows Daniel Bryan's on the road all the time. She wants to be with him again. Yeah, which is cool. Like, yeah. I'm cool with that. Um, Nikki, though, that that promo after we saw that and they showed up, man, that, it was cringeworthy to listen to that manufactured promo. Mm -hmm. Because she's like, I am so excited for the first ever all-women's pay-per-view evolution to be here on October 28th and I'm like you are and, literally a marketing ploy and right I'm now. so confused hasn't she been heel most of her career <clears throat> what I don't understand this whole concept of people coming back and them stop being heels that she was a heel most of her run I don't I think at the time that her run was coming to a close they had kind of turned her face a little bit Cena they pulled a WWE and just said, it's like, oh, you know Nikki what? You're such a better heel. Like, to, as a heel, I'm down with it. But as a face, like what she was doing, it like didn't feel like you just said. But as a heel, if she was, if she was like, oh, I came for evolution, and I'm gonna come there, I'm gonna be the star, and I was like, okay, that's at least something better. <laughs> well, and then on top of that, the fact that the rumor is that they're gonna pair her with Ronda Rousey, and like, everybody's saying, oh my God, who's gonna carry who? Yeah, but to be fair, to be fair. Like I said, Ronda Rousey proved her. Like, I don't doubt her at all from this point forward. Because eh. in her second match, her second match ever, she carried Nia Jax. She did, but all of her moves aren't. She's not having a back-to-back -back pro wrestling match. It's like a it's like a spot, spot fest. And, and, and you're right, it is. But I still think she would be the – I think she'd be the leader. Like, I think she'd carry that match. Yeah. And, and the thing is, is though, I don't think – Especially if it main events. If Ronda Rousey and Nikki Bella is the main event of that show, do not expect people to care all that much. Oh, yeah. I guarantee you it would be one of the worst main events that you'd ever see. Because in my opinion, just in my opinion alone, you want to put Nikki Bella versus Ronda Rousey, that's literally like feeding a rabbit to a bear. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, I know. I mean, I, to me, I have it's no, it's not really believable that somebody like Nikki no. doesn't seem like she's even like some women. Like I don't know. Let me think. Some women like Nia Jax, believable. Some women like who have a background in MMA. Okay, I believe it. But somebody like Nikki who just didn't even start off as a pro wrestler in the first place. I mean, it just. <laughs> yeah, Natalia, for instance. Natalia is believable. It's a little believable at least because she's like always going to be a hard hitting woman, and she just you know is really strong. And, and she's stuff. a wrestler. She yeah. is a she is a woman's wrestler, so it's, and she's the one that helped train Ronda. So there you go. The story mm -hmm. writes itself. That should be your main event. And then if that's not your main event, damn sure should have been women's uh, champion versus women's champion, and throw Charlotte against Ronda Rousey. I think Natalia and her would be better, but I don't think WWE has enough. Uh, they don't believe in uh, Natalia enough. Personally. Natalia versus Ronda. Yeah, they don't believe in it enough. I don't think. Um, I think they do, but I think they're going to save that for another time. Like, yeah, I'm that's what I'm saying. I think they're in a main event, a brand new pay per view with it. No, no. If anything, I think what if I think what WWE's trying to do is get it to where they can main event a WrestleMania with two women, and it will not surprise me if it's this next WrestleMania coming up, and it won't surprise me if at that point it is Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte. Yeah, that I mean that's kind of personally what probably should have headlining because it's better than Nikki. 
I wish it would headline the Evolution one because I, I honestly think if they put that as the headlining, it's almost the same lines as what happened with Backlash when you put Samoa Joe up against Roman Reigns. Yeah. I think fans will start walking out. Yeah. Because there's no way, in my opinion, there's no way Nikki Bella can hang with Ronda Rousey in any way, shape, or form. Period. I agree She's with that. Not, she is not as athletic. She's damn sure not as durable anymore. Clearly, because of her neck issues. So, well, what you can't say that because Daniel Bryan. So, Daniel Bryan didn't really have neck issues. He had concussion issues, which is usually that's worse. the difference. Which is usually huh? worse. Usually, it's worse. Yeah, but there's a reason Daniel Bryan's wrestling now because yeah. he got cleared by multiple doctors after two years of therapy to get healed up. You know what I mean? A broken neck like what Nikki had is dangerous. Like. She, the fact that she's even still going to compete, and anybody that does watch the, the Total Bellas or Total Divas series will see that when they showed the x-ray, the doctor flat out told her that it's risky for you to take bumps. Like, you can only do light work. So it's like, mm. you're going to main event that as your, as your first all-women's pay-per-view? If that's your main event, you're, you're screwing up. Because there's so many other women that could hang. And could do much better than Nikki Bella. Oh, yeah. And I know this sounds like a Nikki Bella hating spree. And to a degree, <laughs> yeah, it probably is. But it, I'm just but talking I, I think most it. people are on our side on this one. Because I felt like... The, I posted a thing on... Well, uh, Patrick, one of the writers on RumblingRumors.com, posted about, you know, a basically article about, you know, Brie and Nikki Bella back. And everybody's comments, and majority of comments were like, yeah, this is not the time for them, or no, please don't show them, or we don't want to see them anymore. I mean, it was a, a huge percentage. So I think when it comes to this part, I think we're actually in the in the norm. Yeah, yeah, and and it's disappointing. I feel bad for some of the women on this show because I I get where this is a huge leaps and bounds thing for for the women's evolution. And again, I'm not I'm not opposed to it, but the way that WWE is delivering it, for one, it's in my opinion, it's way too late because you should have done this, in my opinion, like five years ago. Or not five years ago, but maybe at yeah, least yeah. when you started this whole thing, you probably should have started considering this about three or four years ago. You know? I think so too because then – well, yeah, I don't know. I mean I'm glad, they're, I'm glad they're doing something like that. It's good for women and stuff. But I just – I don't think in the long run it's going to be that uh, attractive to viewers to want to go tune into it, you know. Yeah, and, and, and the I first one's going to be, you know, the first one's going to get crazy ratings. Obviously, people want to tune in to see what's going to happen. Oh yeah, like I mean, don't get me wrong. I'll still, I'm oh, still going yeah, to watch it, but whether or not I finish it is going to be a whole different story. Yeah, like because if I get bored with it, I will turn it off. Because mm -hmm. I, because what's been sad, and I think I've talked about this with you off off of our podcast before. It's been, and I may have said it even on here here lately. It's been. It's one of those situations where if Raw doesn't keep me interested, SmackDown's kept me interested pretty much the whole time. Yeah. But Raw, if it gets boring, I turn it off. See, I've never been that kind of person yet. I just still, to this day, I just love WWE and wrestling so much. I've never got to that point yet. Like, yeah. If I'm I, actually sitting there watching it and I'm not, not, I mean, if I'm at work, it's hard, you know, to do it in general. But if sure. I, like, have time or, um, you know, whatever, I, I can't turn it off. I'm like, well, at least I have a bat on the background while I'm, you know, doing other stuff. Yeah, well, and same, same. Like I, I guess when I say turn it off, I guess I should. I, the better phrase I should say is tune it out. Tune it out. You okay, know? yeah, I can. That is that's a good uh, thing to say because I definitely done that many times now. 
Yeah, I've, I, I still have turned it off if I've gotten too bored with it, but I'm like you. I, I'm still a fan to a degree where it's like I want to believe that it's going to get better, so I just, like, I, I gut through some of it and tune out the bad stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just it doesn't always happen that way. <laughs> what else is going on in the wrestling world, Trev, before we wind this down? Well, um, I, did you see, while we're speaking on the women, did you hear what Gail Kim said about Stephanie? No, what? She called her a phony. Like, really? flat out said, yeah. As a matter of fact, she just did an interview. Gail Kim did. Um, this came out yesterday. And Gail Kim had flat out said that she had to change. She felt like she had to change so much of herself when she was in WWE to the point where I she called it. Well, to the point where she said, and I quote, she called it whitewashing. Oh, like she's, she was dyeing her hair blonde to meet a certain look. Um, things like that because she, she was also like, in the era. Yeah, I can I can see that honestly. Yeah, um, as it says here in the article, because I have it pulled up right here in front of me. Um, this was an article quote that said she described it as going so far as to dye her hair because she didn't know how to get management to try and give her more opportunities. So she tried to be a blonde, thinking that it was going to be what they were looking for, and then. The way that she uh, said about Stephanie McMahon, mm -hmm. uh, she said the current role that she is portraying as this head of the women's evolution is just a facade. Because in her mind, and I kind of have to agree with her here, she said if she really cared that much, she would have helped during Gale's era in WWE. Well, I mean, it can't help everybody, but yeah, I get what you're saying. Everybody's no, saying. but think, we discussed it, I believe, here last week on uh, on the show, too, where... Think of the women that we had on Raw back when we were when we were teenagers, like 2002, 2003, 2004. We had Jazz. We still had Jacqueline. We had Victoria. We had Trish. We had Molly Holly. We had Lita. Yeah, that's true. We had Gail Kim. We literally had a plethora of women's talent at that time still. Mickey James. We'll throw Mickey James in there. Um, and I kind of see Gail's point there. Is that you had all the opportunity with, we just listed, what, seven women right oh, yeah. there? Seven or eight women? You can't tell me that you couldn't have built a strong division or at least a sense of a strong women's uh, push or a woman's presence with those seven people. Yeah. Because they still had the supermodels, too. They still had Tori. They still had Candace. And they still had Stacey Keebler, you know, girls like that. Those were girls that could be in the background and do what they were supposed to, which is, you know, be the model types. But we still had athletic women, too. Yeah, that's true. So I mean, back then, there was a lot of women that could actually really wrestle. A lot, yes. of the, a lot of the women now, they really didn't start wrestling. But a lot of women back in the day, they actually grew up in indies and different things. I mean, it doesn't, I guess it doesn't. They took the craft in a different way. They took it seriously. Yeah. We still had women that took that seriously. And it wasn't until here in just the recent years that not only uh, has WWE been taking it more seriously, but women in general. Sasha Banks is a prime example of that. Yep. Sasha was the first woman that I had seen, at least for myself personally, in quite a while, that she was willing to take bumps and do things that the guys were doing. Like, literally, uh, Sasha, Sasha diving over the top rope. I didn't see any other woman doing that at the time. Sure. Unless it was Charlotte Flair. Beyond that, I didn't see anybody else doing it. You know, she she was part of a great revolution that took place, and that's why we're here where we're at now. But 
I kind of get Gail's point that Stephanie, if she was so lobbying for it now, why didn't she do it back then when she still had talent to work with? Yeah, I think as Sue's so young, she's probably more focused on her new marriage and those kind of things, you know? Maybe, but I, again, it's kind of hard to... Saying. Right, I, t I totally get it. And it's 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 just kind of hard to, to argue the point, you know? Oh, yeah. And hell, even in 2009, we still had decent women. We still had Beth Phoenix. We had Mickey James. Michelle McCool was actually really decent in the ring. She got uh, better, yes. Yeah, Gail Kim was, was back for her second run, and we know how that went. Um, mm -hmm. so, yeah, there was, she makes, she makes a lot of good points. Yeah, I agree. Well, Travis, I gotta go. I'm sure you gotta go. So let's wind this down, Travi. All right. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and take us out then. And once again, we thank everybody who tunes in and listens to us, thank whether you. it just be sporadic or on a weekly basis, which we hope for the latter. Um, <laughs> so we appreciate you tuning in each and every time. And if you want to follow me and Ramsey, you can do so on Twitter at WWRamsey, at Travis underscore Falhark. You can also follow Rumbling Rumors at Rumbling Rumors. You can go like Rumbling Rumors on Facebook. And then if you want to just cut straight to it, go to the website, rumblingrumors.com, for all your non-spoilers, wrestling articles, and free HD wallpapers designed yeah. by Ramsey and himself. Appreciate that. And we're having tons of our, our writers... Uh, at rumblingrumors.com are just putting out some great stuff. Gordon's doing awesome. Patrick's doing awesome. I have uh, there's two different Laurens and they're both doing great, great stuff. And so uh, yeah, check it out. Share it if you can. Share the articles. And um, Travis, uh, I'm so it's kind of weird me trying to wind it down because usually you finish the last thing. Yeah, stop stealing my gimmick, man. <laughs> Damn. I so, gotta plug some stuff too. I was I was. Doing I know, but I gotta plug exactly. I mean, like more like spice it up. You know, spice it up a little bit. Spice it up or dole it down. Oh, I don't know. Whatever you prefer. I'm gonna say dole it down. Some Leave it to the professional. Like spicy, now. bro. Some people just like it. You know, um, all organic and, and shit. You know. Yeah, I am the spice. I am the flavor. Back okay. up. Stop uh, stealing now, my spot. Okay, guys, we're out of here now. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. See you next right. week. Peace. My drive.